Welcome to the Mama's Midlife Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And the topic for today is the seeds we cultivate with our minds. How are all you mamas in midlife? So I'm curious how many of you, after listening to last week's episode, Reasons to Relax, did the progressive muscle relaxation at the end of the podcast? If you did, how did it go? I would love to hear what you thought. You could let me know through leaving your view in the section of the podcast where you listen or message me on Instagram or Facebook at Mamas in Midlife. I would love to hear how it went for you. So for me, um, kind of funny, as I was editing that podcast last week and listening to the progressive muscle relaxation script that I was reading, I myself felt very relaxed and sleepy just listening to it. I actually wanted to take a nap after I had edited the podcast. So definitely worked for me. Okay, moving on to the topic for this week's podcast, the seeds we are cultivating with our minds. Many years ago, I was introduced to a book called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. This book is a short read and it's a classic. I have this book downloaded on my phone and can listen to it in under an hour, which I have done on more than one occasion. There are so many insights and nuggets to be gleaned from the book that's definitely one that can be listened to more than once. The main idea in this book is related to the power of our thoughts, when directed, and the impact of our thoughts and what they can have, the impact it can have in our lives that our thoughts can set the course for our lives, not our circumstances. If you have listened to some of my other podcasts, you might have noticed that I'm a huge advocate for looking at and understanding our thoughts and the impact they have on the way we feel and behave. I would like to share with you a powerful nugget from James Allen's book that I think you might find insightful. Here's what he writes related to our thoughts. A man's mind may be likened to a garden, which may be intelligently cultivated or allowed to run wild. But whether cultivated or neglected, it must and will bring forth. If no useful seeds are put into it, then an abundance of useless weed weed seeds will fall therein, and will continue to produce their kind. James Allen is comparing our minds to a garden and the thoughts are seeds that are being planted. He is telling us that we can intentionally plant and cultivate seeds that will bring forth beautiful, a beautiful and useful harvest. Cultivating these seeds and purposefully pulling out the weeds or disempowering thoughts could yield us the resulting thoughts that provide energy, encouragement, upliftment, vitality, strength, and so forth. If we choose, and I emphasize the word choose, to not cultivate this garden, then it will inevitably get filled with weeds or disempowering thoughts, which can result in lives that feel chaotic, frustrating, stagnant, and unfulfilling. So what might this look like? If we are allowing weeds to grow in our minds, we might be constantly allowing thoughts to grow, such as, what's wrong with me? 
I can't seem to get things right. Maybe I deserve what I'm getting out of life. Something is always holding me back. I'm just stuck and can't make any progress. I am weak. I need to fix myself. I don't know how to be happy. These thoughts are full of judgment about oneself and might produce feelings of inadequacy, shame, insecurity, hopelessness, overwhelm, discouragement, and other such related thoughts. Now, I'm not saying that we should that we'll never have these thoughts as they may creep in from time to time, especially when we're emotional. But when they do creep in, to be sure to notice them and be willing to consider plucking them out just like we might pluck out of our beautiful gardens weeds that are beginning to grow. If we can pluck them out, they will not be allowed to grow and take solid root and overrun our minds. In order to harvest a beautiful garden, we not only pluck out the weeds, but we also work to cultivate and nourish the seeds we have planted. This means we intentionally choose thoughts to cultivate. Here is what this may look like as we cultivate the seeds of good thoughts in our minds. Sometimes I don't get things right and that's okay. I keep learning from my life's experiences and growing from these opportunities. I am human and this learning is part of my journey. I can work towards what I want to get in my life. I can look at what I think is holding me back and make a plan to change it. The progress that I have made is, and then name it, I am capable. I can create a different path to take in my life. I am the captain of my ship. I can learn how to have more happiness in my life. Do you get the idea? Sometimes it's just making a small shift in the way we are seeing a circumstance that makes all the difference. Related to the garden analogy, I know that not everyone knows how to garden. If we do not know how to garden, we might start by researching online how to get started with gardening. Or maybe we go to the local nursery to talk with someone who is knowledgeable with gardening. We may buy a few supplies and start making preparations to grow a garden. And then we actually plant the seeds, water, and cultivate the seeds to start growing and bringing forth its harvest. We are also going to be watchful of the weeds that start to grow in our gardens and pull them out as soon as we notice them. We could apply this same strategy to our minds. If we would like to start cultivating seeds or thoughts that produce the behavior and results we want in our lives, then we first need to learn how to do this. We might research online resources related to thought work. We may take a class or be guided through the process by a life coach or therapist. After we start to learn the work of cultivating thoughts that empower us, we will need to practice them. Just as it takes time for a seed to grow and bring forth its harvest, it also takes time to cultivate empowering thoughts. Being mindful of the weeds or disempowering thoughts 
that will inevitably pop inevitably pop up and be willing to remove them and replace them with different thoughts. I have seen this in my own life related to thoughts of money. For a very long time, I believed that money was hard to get. I was not one of the lucky ones that had money. I didn't know how to get more money. I wasn't good at budgeting or saving money or a thought of I can't get what I want. These were all the thoughts that I continually practiced and let harvest in my mind and they were weeds growing out of control. These thoughts produce feelings of shame, scarcity, fear, disappointment, frustration, and disempowerment. The resulting behaviors were being afraid to take risks that might produce more money in my life. In more recent years, I became more aware of my thoughts and the impact they were having on me related to money. I started to practice new thoughts and ways of looking at money. One of these thoughts has been, I can get what I want. As I thought, and I started to practice it a lot, it's helped me to evaluate what I really do and do not want in life. If there is something that I decide I do want, then I believe I can get it. And I put my mind to work on ways I can get whatever it is that I'm wanting at that time. When I come from this place, it helps my mind to come up with creative ways to get what it is that I want and make it happen. It's so crazy to me how this works, yet I know that it does. So in closing, I want to share with you a quote from Oprah related to this podcast topic of cultivating thoughts in our lives. And she says, recently, a woman asked me, what was the aha light bulb moment in your life? And then Oprah says, I realized it was when I figured out that my thoughts could control my whole life, that no matter what hand life deals me, I can always choose my response to it. We are each responsible for our lives and more important, the thoughts that create them. If you want your life to be more rewarding, you have to change the way you think. End of quote by Oprah. I love that. If any of you know Oprah's story, she comes from a very humble background and the way that her life ended up going was totally different than anybody in her life probably would have seen it going. And she created immense success in her life in all kinds of ways. And as she says, she did this through being able to focus on the thoughts that created what she was getting in her life. I love this topic and I hope that you found it helpful to see the analogy that James Allen gives us related to a garden and give you some opportunities to think about the seeds that might be growing in your mind and ways to be able to cultivate empowering thoughts in your lives. I am glad that we got to be here together today on the podcast, and I will see you next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast. Mm -hmm.